Hello, it's Ashley again. Welcome to my podcast, Breadcrumbs. Um, thank you so much for joining. This is um, a little bit new of something that I'm doing. And this is a program that I wrote basically overnight. It just poured into me and I spent the entire night writing it. Um, I did a lot of research in that period of time, but I definitely um, just pushed it all out in one night. Like kind of like having a baby but (laughs) I do believe that this like a baby will grow and um, impact people's lives in some way hopefully um, in a very positive way and it's not costing you anything um, just to listen to it and give it a try and you don't have to even tell people that you're giving it a try because it's something that's completely mental so um, it what's there to lose right Um, I've implemented it in my own life, and it's had positive effects. I've implemented it, or I've had some of my friends implement it in their lives, and it's had positive effects. So I really want to see the outcome on a larger scale, and um, putting it out through my podcast is the first step. So hopefully um, I get some good reactions, and um, I'm sure that you guys will find a way to contact me if um, you have any questions or anything like that, um, on the Anchor app, you can directly message me, and, um, the, uh, my email is ashleysuhar at gmail.com, you can email me there, ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, and then suhar, S-U-H-A-R, at gmail.com, and then also, um, my Snapchat, ashley in wonderland, A-S-H-L-E-Y, and then uh, the letter N, and then Wonderland without the vowels. And um, the other way of reaching me would be um, I have a Sing Smule account, or Smule Sing account, and that's for my karaoke singing type thing because I just do a lot of creative um, expression on all different kinds of levels and mediums. That's one of them. And um, I'm Ash Kitten. On there, so um, actually, I believe it's Lady Ash Kitten on there, but let me check. Okay, I just checked. It's Lady Ash Kitten on uh, the Smule Sing app. So um, if you want to direct message me on there, or Snapchat, or on the Anchor app, however, or email is fine too. Um, I don't check that as often, but um, I do check it. So. Without further ado, um, I'm going to start my program. Um, The power of the letter P and unlocking your mind with alliteration. So um, before I start, I want you to pay very close attention to every time I use the letter P in my speaking. Okay. Uh, First, let's explore the sound of the letter P. You don't even have to use your voice to make that sound. Just put your lips together and push a little air out and you can easily make the sound. Just keep making that sound. I want you to hear that sound. I want you to be fully aware of the way it feels for your lips to make that sound. Um, I want you to feel how your body feels when you make that sound. Um, It's almost a little relaxing. Now, we're going to get in more depth with this feeling a little later, but for now, let's begin the training. 
Every time I use the letter P, I want you to remember that really relaxed feeling and make yourself aware of it. The feeling that you're feeling when you say the letter P. And when I say it, I want you to also remember that feeling of how you felt when you were saying it, okay? Um, I'm going to go more into the meaning, but please pay close attention to the presence of the letter P. And so we begin the program. So figuratively speaking, pack your bags because you're going for a ride. Welcome to my podcast. This is Ashley again, your host. And uh, like I said, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be exploring the power of the letter P. Sounds a little crazy, I know. And um, just bear with me and listen and just see if there is anything that you can get out of it. Um, I have like I said, implemented that into my daily life and then also a friend of mine and it really is working. So I want to see how it works on a, a larger scale and let's see. So this program has been brought to you by the letter P. Um, that was just a, <laughs> that was just an homage to Sesame Street because back in the day, that was my show. Um, so sit back in your seat and relax and let me tell you how this letter changed my life. Uh, Y'all are going to think I'm a little crazy and that's okay, but I prefer to think of myself as a little unconventional. I think outside of the box and people have always told me all my life that I dance to the beat of my own drum. Um, the thing is all my life I've had this strong sense of awareness and understanding of really complex and complicated emotions and experiences. And I used to think that everyone had this ability, so I never really put a lot of thought into it um, as an actual ability and didn't realize it was a gift until people started coming up to me and sharing their problems with me. And I was able to guide them through their problems with significant results, mind you. And um, I, I think that I came up with a really, really effective program on how to train your brain. So... Um, the brain, as we know, is a great tool and we use it literally every single day and we have it available to us 24-7, yet most of us don't use it properly. And what I mean by that is most people don't recognize or even acknowledge its full potential. Um, you know, there's a saying that says that we use only 10% of our brain, which isn't actually factual. Um, or a third of our brain, and that's another myth as well. Um, but the truth is that we do not use it to its full potential and what we can get out of it. So I'm here to change all that. And um, I'm going to kind of use a metaphor. like It's like training a pet, so your brain being the pet. Um, you could choose to have a pet do whatever it wants and... Um, have no rules or guidelines and chances are it's going to pee and poop everywhere it wants, eat up all your furniture, chew on everything, just do whatever it wants. Um, and that's all fine and good if that's what you want, but you're not letting that pet have its full potential. Like you're not letting it reach its full potential and what it can do for you. And, 
um, things that pets are capable of is it can bring you the newspaper, it can sit, it can speak, it can lay down, it can play dead. Um, some have trained their pets to recognize danger or even prevent them from dangerous situations. So your brain, like a pet, can do anything you train it to. Your brain can take you anywhere that you want to go. As long as you can learn to pilot it. And for those of you that paid attention to the letter P so far, your attention span has actually followed me all the way through. When normally someone's attention span is only 30 seconds, you have been present with me because the letter P has penetrated your thoughts and without even knowing it, you have already started my program. You have already started the process of training your brain. Congratulations. Now let's get deeper in understanding why this is working. When other people have, their minds have trailed off to other thoughts, you've been present with me. And this is because of the power of alliteration. Let me explain what alliteration is. Alliteration is the repetition of sound. And um, if we want to get in deeper in context, if you're repeating consonant sounds, then it's consonants. If you're repeating uh, vowel sounds, then it's assonance. But the use of either one would be alliteration. Um, an example of uh, consonants in alliteration would be Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Where's a peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? Ugh. So the popular tongue twister. Um, and then a, an example of uh, assonance would be the popular candy Mike and Ike. So your, the I sound is the more prominent sound in those um, the rhymes, but there's a lot of other things like vowel assonance isn't as common as consonants, but it's still very present in alliteration. Um, and so that is kind of, um, as long as you know the definition, then you can understand that alliteration has been used as a very powerful writing tool to enhance the brain's ability to comprehend and memorize words and phrases. And like I said, this can be demonstrated with tongue twisters like Peter Piper or Sally Sells Seashells. Um, we remember those and those stick out to us because of the alliteration. It's used in marketing and branding to get product placement uh, to stick. So the Geico Gecko, there's no, um, it's not a coincidence that it's not Geico Frog or Geico Bear. It's Geico Gecko because it sticks in your mind and product placement especially. Coca-Cola, things that have those alliterations, um, they, they stick better in your brain. So um, it's also used in songs and poetry um, to project great imagery. So that also helps it stick because it's describing something using the alliteration and it, it causes it to stick. So um, I want to share with you that I'm also a writer. Um, big surprise, right? Because I talk so much and <laughs> I have so much to say. Um, since I was about the age of 10, I've written many pieces uh, from poetry to short stories and the use of alliteration has always been a huge part of my writing process. In one of my short stories, I use the words, colors collide like a kaleidoscope broken. 
Now, that exact phrase I meant to stick with the reader. I wanted them to remember that exact moment um, where these creatures are metamorphosizing and the experience of it just in their mind, their mental experience of it. So that is why I used um, that alliterative tool because I want that image to stick in their mind when they continue reading. I want them, when they remember my story, I want that to be something that they remember. So I didn't realize when I wrote it that I wrote it for that purpose, I guess, because um, it it stuck with me after reading it again. When I write, it's not like I plan it. It's really weird because stuff just pours into me. And it's almost like straight from my soul to the pen to the paper. And I have to write, I have to write fast enough for, to keep up with my soul because it's just going and going and going and going and going. And sometimes I have so many ideas for stories and um, things to write that it's overwhelming. Um, I'm working on right now an Indian story, um, like an Indian legend type story. And um, that's just taking up all my extra mind time. Like anytime I'm, my mind starts trailing, I'm like, oh, and this can happen and that can happen. And this is how this can intertwine and stuff. And if I don't write it down, it's, it's crazy. It just, it's, there's too much. But anyway, back to what I was saying, because I went off on a tangent again. Um, so, um, as I said, it's used in marketing. It's used in so many different aspects, especially um, in something that is meant to uh, want you to continue thinking about, like... Um, for instance, a um, a sale of some kind. Like you're gonna remember it because you know it. It's something that is alliterative. Throwback Thursday. It's alliterative. You're gonna remember every Thursday to start posting Throwback Thursday or um, Manic Monday. These are things that um, are tools that are used to get you to remember that every Monday or like, what's the other one? Um, <laughs> like there's so many, but um, these are tools that even social media has used to implement on you to remember to post on that day. Man Candy Monday is one of the ones that um, Facebook started. And um, it's not something that people started by chance. It was to get people to start posting every Monday. And when you remember it's Monday, like, oh, MCM, I got to post. So it's, um, and then Taco Tuesday. What is the busiest day for a taco place is a Tuesday. It's not coincidence. Alliteration can literally control your brain. So if other people are controlling your brain with alliteration, marketing people and advertisements, then why can't you yourself be able to use alliteration to create the same effect to get what you want out of your brain? So um, that is what my program is about. Um, I was 
literally always fascinated by alliteration and its ability to permeate my own thoughts. Um, even rappers use alliterations. Um, we can see it all the time. Even the people's names, alliterations in people's names. People with more prominent names have very alliterative names. Marshall Mathers. We remember that because it's alliterative. It's not like Matt Phoenix or something. Like it's, you know, it's those are... Those are the names we remember because of the alliteration. Um, we could probably name more celebrities that have alliterative names than we can without because those are the ones that come to mind more often. Kim Kardashian. There's something to be said about alliteration, remembering them and then having them, the words and the imagery stick in your brain. Um... I'm pretty sure that um, a lot of movie titles are named what they are because of the alliteration and that you will remember to watch that movie or that you will remember that movie a lot more, a lot better if it has an alliterative title. So um, that, you know, that's a tool that is constantly used to manipulate your mind into remembering, memorizing, recognizing, um, and doing things that you ordinarily wouldn't do without that alliteration. Um, even children's books and songs have it. And so we're training even children's brains at a very young age the tools of alliteration and controlling them. The songs that they remember the most are the alliterative songs, even the most silly silly songs um one comes to mind is i like to eat apples and bananas and it actually uses the alliteration of assonance throughout the entire song because you're saying i like to eat eat, eat apples and bananas and then you say i like to eat 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 apples and bananas i like to eat 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 apples and bananas i like to eat 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 apples and bananas and for some reason kids grasp onto that concept so quickly that it becomes a favorite song that they sing all the time even though the song makes absolutely no sense it's the alliteration that sticks into their mind and um even the silliest of children's songs become popular with the proper placement of certain sounds so now that we can grasp this concept a little better I want to expand on my own program to train your brain using the letter P. Uh, to be honest, this program could have been used with just about any letter in the alphabet. Um, it's the alliteration that is the actual magic. I chose the letter P because it seems to be the most satisfying of all the letters to pronounce. Um, Let's go back to talking about that feeling, just saying the letter P. P, 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 P. Do you feel that? It's like a release of energy as you just make that puff sound. Um, a lot of people say that even um, the, the addiction of smoking is, has to do with that, that release of the the smoke and that is um you know that's what's you know some hearsay or whatever but um just the just the release of that that air that is in your mouth when you're 
releasing that and parting your lips just to release that letter. You don't even have to do anything, really. It's more your breath and your lips than anything. Your tongue doesn't even have to participate. It's the, it's just the actual parting of your lips um, to release that little tiny little puff of air in your mouth and softly push it through by opening your lips. Like that's really all it takes to pronounce the letter P. Um, other letters are a little bit more complex and require your actual voice, but you could actually be completely uh, voiceless and say the letter P. I chose the letter um, and then researched the letter um, all in one night, mind you, and it is um, its origins is the Phoenician letter of the letter R or Ra is um, the way that the letter R was actually pronounced back in the day. Um, and the word Rosh meant head, and um, it had a resemblance. The actual letter itself, the Phoenician letter R, had the resemblance to a neck and a head. And then um, part of it was cut off and the letter P was formed. And um, it actually just resembles a head on a body. So that, um, and even like children, when they draw people, a lot of times, sometimes even draw the letter P because to them that is a stick figure, head, and body. Um, so the letter P also has a lot of words that are very, very powerful words. Even the word power starts with the letter P. Persistence starts with P. Perseverance starts with P. Patience starts with P. Positivity starts with P. Perspective starts with P. Um, participation starts with P. Pattern starts with P. Um, path starts with P. Peace starts with P. Productivity starts with P. I mean, there's so many P words I can't even tell you. Um, I had to literally one day just sit there and write a bunch of them. I mean, even um, very prominent people in mythology, Poseidon starts with P. It's, it's um, words that really, for me, have a very powerful um, connotation, really. And to me, I'd rather use a word that starts with P, um, just because of the power behind it, then use another word uh, that means the same thing. Like, I don't, I, if I can find a synonym that starts with the letter P, I will use it because I feel like it has more power and presence. And here I go with more P's. <laughs> so as you can see, um, just think of how you feel when you say these words, like palpitate. I mean, instead of like your heart beating, your heart palpitating, that is a strong word. Um, instead of saying the cost of something, the price of something, it to me, it just has a deeper connotation, a deeper meaning, just pronouncing the letter P behind a word or in front of a word, I mean. Um, paradise. I mean, there's so many words that I can't... Um, 
that I can't even like tell you. There's so many, but they're all powerful words. And even some of them have negative connotations. Um, pollution has a negative connotation, but it's a powerful word. Um, poison has a negative connotation, but it's a powerful word. It makes you feel that word. It's almost like a deeper word. You could say, instead of pollution, you could say litter. And that doesn't really, you know, hit home hard. But if you say pollution, pollutants, pol potent, those are words that really are like, that's, that's kind of a powerful word to say. Pessimism, instead of saying negativity, pessimism, that's a very powerful word. Someone who's pessimistic, that's a very strong word saying that that person is a very negative person, but you're feeling that word when you say it. Um, problem. That word literally just cripples people sometimes. Like, I have a problem. Um, panic. That is probably one of the most, um, I don't know what the word is, like the most emotional words that I've ever heard in my life because when I hear someone say, I'm about to panic, the word literally almost puts me in a, um, pre-panic, <laughs> I guess. Um, there is like prefixes as well. When you um, use a prefix to a word, it adds more to it. You know, a preface of something, premise. There's just so many words that start with P that mean so much more just by using that word instead of another synonym. A protagonist is um, the person in a story that is the um, the most important person in a story. And um, they are literally the most important person in, in an entire story or poem or, or novel or movie. Um, so these words really carry a lot of weight. Now, the program um, is about recognizing the letter and letting it permeate your thoughts, letting it in to condition yourself. Like, um, if anyone knows um, the experiment, Pavlov's experiment, um, in psychology, you get taught, I didn't take psychology, but I studied it on my own because I do that and I research everything but Pavlov, Pavlov's theory um, of conditioning was that he was able to and by by pr producing this actual experiment he was able to condition animals or dogs to have a predicted response um, based on um, the interpretation of variables in their environment. So he would feed the dog, ring a bell. Feed the dog, ring a bell. Feed the dog, ring a bell. So the dog would associate that bell with the food. Then he wouldn't have the food and he would ring the bell. The dog would look in their bowl for food and even start salivating because they, their physical response was there should be food right now. My body is reacting to the fact that there is food, but there isn't food, but that bell means there's food. So using that concept, 
is like, you know, training an animal. That's how you train animals is you associate things. If we can associate a positive reaction with a certain letter that we hear in our every single day lives and we're constantly um, able to put ourselves in a positive um, predisposition all the time, then we can actually condition ourselves um, to be more confident, more powerful, more um, driven, and definitely more positive. Uh, so when you hear the letter P, the connotation that I want you to start feeling from it, it just starts with just pronouncing the letter P because that relaxed, calm, it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. It's just a release of air. And um, I want you to notice yourself when you use that letter and start words with that letter. Even in the middle of a sentence, it's very impactful. Like the word impact. It doesn't start with a P, but the P makes it impactful. And... Um, and, and there are other letters that are impactful. And I, like I said, I could have chosen any other letter. But I think that, to me, the letter P ha is the most powerful of all the letters. And um, so that's the letter that I chose for my program. Um, so I have a lot more to say, but I don't want to talk your ear off and get it all in one shot. <laughs> And do it all in one time. So in the next episode, I will go into um, the power of the three Ps, the main three Ps that um, I've talked about a little bit in, I think, one of my other segments, um, perspective and um, positivity. But I, I really want to delve into it on the conditioning aspect of it and being able to condition yourselves to those physical and emotional responses when you hear that letter. Can you imagine that every time you are in a bad mood or in any kind of uh, situation where it's just not the best situation, you're hearing the letter P puts you into a positive and more productive mood because of the conditioning and because of the alliteration. Um, so I, I really think that this could really work and the possibilities are endless and I really think that um, I really think that this is something that can benefit a lot of people in a very positive way so um, I'll be expanding more on it on my next episode but right now I gotta start cooking and um, so I hope that you enjoyed what I had to say. And I hope that at least hearing it all the way through, that you don't think that I'm too crazy. Um, if you do, that's okay. But I hope that you most of all got something from this and that even taking just a little parcel of it with yourself um, it made a difference. And thank you so much for listening. And I really appreciate so much that um, you took the time out of your day to listen. And hopefully it made a difference in the rest of your day. And um, spread love, light, and positivity everywhere that you go, please. And have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much. Bye.